Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The PSAs you hear on Miller and Condon and iHeartMedia Des Moines are presented in part by Nick Mint. We take care of our own. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. Hour number two. Joe O'Donnell momentarily from the Iowa Wild. Wade looking, Bill. On the way back machine, what it would have been like had the transfer uh, rules been in place when he and his teammates were uh, playing college basketball. That's what we're going to do with Wade. Of course, the Hawks just got a big commitment yesterday. Did you see that? That they kid uh, from North Dakota. Rabraka? Is that how you say his Rabracha? name? Rabraka. I, I don't I, know. Some people said the Serbian pronunciation there, the cha. Ka is actually a cha. All right. I've seen it both ways. Philippe Rabracha. Uh, did get a note from somebody that has watched him play a lot uh-huh. up in North Dakota. Let me find it well, here. Well, Trent, I can say this. When they played Minnesota, he was the best player on the floor. The Gophers. Yeah. He was the leading scorer on the floor that particular day. The Gophers got them. Uh, but North Dakota, I mean, he he led the uh, team and led both teams in scoring. Uh, this is what I was told. Yes, he is good. Dad played in the NBA, incredibly skilled around the rim, rebounds and plays hard. Hard was all capitalized. As somebody that has watched a lot of his Good. games, kind of what they needed. Yes. They need another big body now. Well, uh, maybe McCaffrey's digging this transfer thing. Yeah. Maybe go back to that well one more time. That that NAIA kid that I've been talking about, mm-hmm. watch his take. It's really intriguing. Again, he can shoot it. He can dunk. He's really athletic. Don't know if he can dribble. Don't know if he can pass. Because there's nothing else in the highlights outside of him hitting threes. And him dunking on people. Now, how many people is he playing against? You know, what kind of competition at the NAIA level for 6'11", 240-pound skilled guys? I'm guessing probably a notch below the Big Ten, just to guess. Right. But there's been plenty of guys that have come out of that uh-huh. type of... And many people say, NAIA, you can... There are some sports, at the very least, that that is higher than D2. That is higher than some JUCO leagues. That... There is good high-level basketball at the highest levels, and that's what he played at. But we'll see. Remember, was it Augustana that beat Iowa? They were a D2 program. That was an Iowa program that went on to the NCAA tournament mm. back in the Woodbury and Gasella era. Well, we'll find out a lot. Both, uh, both of the uh, Iowa State and Iowa both dipping into that transfer portal, and it will be different rosters entirely. Well, not entirely, but certainly significant changes on both of those rosters when we resume in November. All right, Joe O'Donnell coming up momentarily. Wade looking, Bill. Uh, and then we're going to give you an opportunity to win some klaxons. Just real quick, Trent, just if you would indulge me a little personal announcement here. So for the first time um, in 18 years, and for we've got a lot of people that are listening to us, haven't listened to us for a long time. So I, I, the reason I came to Iowa, because Prairie Meadows hired me in 1989. And I haven't called a horse race since 2003. That will change next weekend, and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm actually going to be uh, leaving the house after, 6 a, after uh, 5 p.m. I'm leaving my home going out that's a shocker in it, its in, 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 of itself yes. right yeah 
because you don't leave your no, basement. No, I don't. But I'm going to call the races next Friday and next Saturday night. I couldn't be any more pumped up. Today. That's awesome. I couldn't be any more pumped up. It's been a long time coming. 18 years, dude. 18 years. Yes. And you're going to be back at it. Is everything the same? Like, will you call the race? Has that changed at all? Or the location? Oh, no. No. Okay. Where I'll call? No, no. I yeah. mean, I don't know. If I've changed, right? <laughs> I'm sure I have. Right? Yeah. It's been 18 years since I did so. But uh, it's opening night at Prairie Meadows a week from today, and then Kentucky Derby Day. Kentucky Derby is a week from tomorrow, and so there mm-hmm. should be a good crowd out for both of those days. And I'm get, I get to be the one on the mic, and uh, which will bring a little closure because I remember the first race I called mm-hmm. back in 1982. I don't remember the last one because I didn't anticipate it was going to be the oh. last one when it was. But now I will. Anyway. So you've been practicing at all. You know, I did yesterday for the first time. How'd it go? Honestly. First race, mm, well, look, if I was doing it in front of a room full of people, Mm -hmm. that's pretty good. Yeah. But not to me. Yes. But by the time I got to like four or five races one, I was back on that proverbial bicycle. That's awesome. I'm going to crush this. It's going to be a lot of fun. So next Friday and Saturday. Next Friday and Saturday night. And uh, so if I go out to the track next Friday or Saturday... And I'm there. I get to, I can hear you though. Yeah, yeah. Because it comes out of the the speakers, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. the race caller. Oh, I'm going to be there. Well, good. Yes, I think I think there'll be a good crowd on Saturday. Need another babysitter. <laughs> you got a lot of events. You I do. Social butterfly. Well, you. <laughs> it's been a long year. Been a very long yeah, year. Yeah, I I think it's going to be like I said before, and I know I'm not the only one. So the Roaring Twenties are about to be upon us. All right, John, Joe O'Donnell is indeed connected. Well, let's talk to the voice of the Iowa Wild. Do we have you, Joe O'Donnell? Swear nope, that's yours. not the right one. That's not the right one. We're efforting this here, Joe. Pilot error on our part. Nope, that's, that's not the right one. one. How many are there? Can you uh, like twenty? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Um. Give me a moment here. All right. Well, you got a moment. Uh, we'll we'll talk to Joe momentarily as soon as we figure out which line he's on. They're in town tonight, the Iowa Wild. How many home games have they got left in the regular season? There's two more in the month of April, this uh, tonight and Sunday. And then only three to no, four more left before the regular season comes to an end, uh, which would be the third week in May. Third week in May, May 15th. And I'm not sure if they've come up with a format plan uh, as far as playoffs. I do not know the answer to that. Uh, But I know someone who will. We'll get to Joe O'Donnell momentarily as uh, we will talk with him. Claxons, here's the, uh, just for those of you who are going to try and get in in a half an hour, again, a little bit of a tip-off for you. If you are one of the contestants that gets in, we normally don't get past the weekend, but we're going to ask you who you think will be the third pick in next week's first round of the NFL Draft. Uh, we know Lawrence is one. We know Wilson is two. You need to tell us who you think is going to be number three because that will uh, be part of it. We'll, we'll put your feet to the fire with that one, and we'll do so in about uh, 40 minutes or thereabouts. All right, Joe O'Donnell, momentarily. We have uh, brought in the A-team. Andrew Downs trying to get him. Why don't we just get him on the phone, boys? In fact, that uh be the way to go about this here. Because we are having a um, no luck whatsoever trying to get him that way. If you missed it earlier, Heather was in here the uh, the, the big event tonight at the uh, Beer Can Alley. Beer Can Alley, six o'clock door open, seven o'clock 
Owen Justice, the Entertainment, Leukemia, Lymphoma Society. We are going to raise money that way. Uh, Joe O'Donnell is with us. Hey, Joe, how are you? Hey, Kenny. How are you, buddy? Well, better. Uh, we uh, we finally figured out how to get you on the air, and we're grateful for that. I want to get to the uh, Minnesota Wild in a second, Joe, but I want to start with uh, what you guys have this weekend. Two games left in April at home. Kind of rare that you don't have the back-to-backers, right? Friday and then a Sunday, uh, which is... Well, Sunday... Yeah, Sunday was moved to tomorrow, actually, Kenny, so we oh. will have a back-to-back. That uh, it was a later schedule change, so we're playing tonight at 7... Saturday at six, both against Rockford, uh, but it's just weird to be having regular season games this late in the year. You know, yeah. I mean, usually by now this would be like opening weekend of playoffs or second weekend of the postseason. Um, you know, the regular season is going to run to the middle of May, which would be second round of the playoffs mm-hmm. in a normal year. So all that's a little, the whole thing's funky to be honest. But uh, we're looking forward to seeing how uh, things transpire tonight. It's a big time rivalry with the Chicago Blackhawks farm team in town and. So far, the season series has been uh, has been pretty darn close. The Wild have won three and picked up an overtime loss, uh, so points in four of the six games. Have we decided what we're going to do as far as playoffs? Will there be any playoffs, Joe? Do you know yet? You know, I don't know why the American Hockey League hasn't announced anything formally. I know that each division was sort of on its own to determine uh, what they wanted to do, if they were going to have a top four or get in sort of thing. Um, but so officially, I have heard nothing from the AHL that, that I – that I'm allowed to announce. Gotcha. Um, it's disappointing, though, obviously. Yeah, because you, I, I know, I, I'm pretty sure that the AHL and the the Board of Governors, the uh, NHL, AHL Board of Governors met earlier this week, maybe, as they, um, and I thought they were going to iron some things out. Well, you hope you get a little bit of postseason hockey, right? Even if it is within the old division. When do you anticipate, Joe? Is it, um, will, will we know next week sometime? I mean, for crying out loud, a week from so. today's I mean, May. Yeah, we're running out of time here. Uh, there's only, gosh, nine games left in the season, uh, eight games left in the season after um, this one tonight. Uh, we've got, you know, five here at home, three on the road, and that's going to be that. So um, I would hope that the league, you know, it expresses some urgency here and letting the fan bases know and the various mm-hmm. teams as far as their markets go, if they need to start promoting stuff and trying to sell tickets and all those sorts of things. But uh, it's definitely been a different year. But, again, I go back to what we talked about a couple months ago. The biggest thing was to get these guys back on the ice, get the players playing, get the goalies some reps, um, developing some of these young players, getting guys ready for the NHL. And I think that this year has accomplished those goals. Are you guys playing your best hockey of the year right now? Seemingly, you know, there, there were some lulls, right? But seemingly you guys yeah. are playing your best hockey of the year right now. Yeah, 100%. It's points in nine of the last ten games. And the one game where Iowa didn't get uh, at the result they were hoping for was a week ago. Uh, you know, a week ago tonight in Grand Rapids. And that was the game where they were down 3 nothing. Scored three goals in 36 seconds to tie it. Took the lead on a goal by Matt Boldy, and then eventually lost in the final minute. Uh, otherwise, it could be a 10-game point streak, which would be, you know, on the verge of tying a franchise record. But unfortunately, that loss last Friday night sort of ended that run. But a nice bounce-back win the next night. So last Saturday, a 4-3 overtime win. So the Wild, yeah, to your point, playing their best hockey of the year. Uh, the deepest lineup for sure. Getting good goaltending and, and really clicking on all cylinders. You mentioned Boldy. Uh, boy. Young man, we yeah. had him on uh, right before his debut. and he has, disappoint. Yeah, he's been as advertised. Uh, tell us a little bit about this young man and maybe one of the few opportunities left to see him coming up here the next couple of nights. 
Yeah, it's funny. I, I We did an interview with Cody McLeod yesterday mm. for our Hockey Gone Wild program on KXNO, and I said, oh, what do you think of Matt Boldy? And he just started laughing. He's like, I'm surprised he's still in Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's that good. Um, so if you're a hockey fan, um, if you're a Minnesota Wild fan, if you're just a fan of seeing some top-notch athletes, come watch number 12 for the Iowa Wild, Matt Boldy. He is as advertised. Um, he he certainly did enough this year in college hockey to make himself, you know, for the Hobie Baker, and and uh, he just had one of those years. And he it is not his game has not dipped at all since turning pro and sort of joining the man's league that is the AHL. Um, He's dominant every shift, it mm. seems, you want to watch when he's out there. He's one of those guys. He controls the puck. He wants the puck on his stick. Uh, he's not afraid to compete and go get it if he has to. He's got a heck of a shot, and boy, can he skate. And with that size, that, that sort of range he has, when he fills out his body, puts on another 10 or 15 pounds or whatever it's going to be when he finally sort of settles into his frame, he's going to be a tough, uh, a, t- a tough guy to defend uh, not only this level but the NHL. And we're doing a, uh, a promo ticket code for this weekend. If you use the promo code BOLDY, like his last name, B-O-L-D-Y, you can get a uh, ticket for as low as 4 bucks. So it's basically $12 off um, your hmm. ticket when you use that promo code. And I just saw on our video board here, you know, they're getting ready for the game tonight, and they flashed up that we've got the Matt Boldy T-shirt jerseys ready to go. So uh, we're trying to get our fans excited about a first-round pick that's here and, and probably won't be here long. No, indeed he won't. And when he gets to the uh, NHL, I think he's going to be the power forward that got away when Alex yep. Tuck was uh, snapped up <laughs> on the expansion draft, right? Yeah. Uh, it seems like that kind of player. That's a great right. – That hey, you know what, Kenny? That's a great comparison. No, I mean, they're both terrific skaters, and Boldy yep. can shoot the hockey puck, and I love yep. uh, uh, you know guys that can shoot, and he's certainly one of those guys. So, Joe, let's get to what you spent a good portion of the month of March doing, and you've been up with the big club, and you've done a bunch of their games on radio, uh, and we're certainly following you as you uh, advance in your career, hopefully, and take that next step. Um, we'll miss you if it happens, selfishly, but let's talk about the team itself. It seems, Joe, that they are maybe as locked as locked can be. They're going to make the playoffs, but it seems like I don't know if they can. They're third right now, and it seems like they're destined to stay there. Yeah, I think so. And and so the biggest thing then is how do you how do you find a way to play your best hockey down the stretch, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, you want to – you don't – now that you know, for all intents and purposes, you're in the, you're in the playoffs, and you're probably playing Vegas – uh, maybe Colorado if if they don't you know pick up the pace now that they're back from their their COVID hiatus, uh, but most likely you're going to play Vegas and they've had Minnesota has had success against Vegas in the season series. They've actually done very well against the Golden Knights. So I think at that point you know if I was uh, in charge up there, which I'm certainly not, but it would be how do we hone our game? How do we make sure that guys have gotten the proper amount of rest? Uh, maybe managing minutes and ice time, making sure both goalies are sort of in a groove, specialty teams are fine-tuned. I mean, it's almost going to be like for Minnesota if things stay on this track. The last few games could be sort of we're just preparing for that first-round series um, and and just trying to fine-tune some things. And that could be a nice luxury to have. Um, Maybe it's harder to get up for those games when you know, okay, well, we have three or four games left and we know we can't go up or down the standings. Uh, so it'll be interesting how they approach it, but I think Minnesota's had a great year. They played above a lot of people's expectations, in large part because of their chemistry, their fit. They seem to play well with one another. They really have that depth scoring and um, sort of all all hands on deck approach, and I, I think it's done well for them this year. 
people looking for some hockey this weekend. Deals going on, of course, along with it. You mentioned that Boldy promo code. That one is sweet. Uh, down to 4 bucks for a ticket. But overall, as we uh, come into the home stretch here, what have the crowds been like? Obviously, limited capacity, the fan experience. I know you're working during the games, but what you've been able to see. I've loved it, Trent. Um, I think it's been great. You know, it's it's certainly weird to not have them all the way up to the glass, not have those mm-hmm. ice suites we've had in the past, but the fact that you have fans all the way up in the 300 level um, for these games, whether they're weeknight or weekends, and the crowds have been into it, to be honest. I, I really feel like they've added a little bit of atmosphere to the games. The, the players have talked about it. The coaching staff is certainly aware that it's it's nicer to have those warm bodies in here making some noise, booing the refs, uh, <laughs> booing the opposing team, uh, getting into it when there's a scrap. So it's added a great atmosphere. We love our fan base. We're so glad we were fortunate to be able to have fans and do it in a safe environment. And I think as we continue to move along as a society, I'm hoping we'll see more of it. Uh, but we've had 4,000-plus in here for, for a few of the games. And, again, we've got tonight and tomorrow. Tonight's a $2 beer night plus $3 off Captain Morgan products. So if you like your drinking, um, come <laughs> do it responsibly here at a hockey game. Wear your mask, and, and we'll have fun watching some hockey tonight. Good stuff. Next two nights, to today, 7 o'clock puck drop tomorrow at 6. And we will talk to you in the month of May as the uh, season comes to its end. Joe Donald, great stuff, Joe. Thank you. Ken Trent, always a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Yep, good to talk to Joe Donald, the voice of the Iowa Wild. Do you have another home run call queued up? Oh, we got a home run call. Probably the greatest home run call ever as we look to give away $1,000. Best home run call ever, in Trent Conan's opinion. All right. Twins? Yeah. The hitter swings at the arm motion. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That that is phenomenal. Boy, Jack he was Buck. good, so so good. And then when did when did Joe do the? And we'll see you tomorrow night. Just a couple of years ago, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. And some people got upset. Oh, Trent, that was the Twitter um, angst of the day. Mm-hmm. Because of course we have to find something to right. bitch about on Twitter, right? And Joe Buck had the audacity to borrow his father's home run call pay tribute to his dad that didn't go over well this isn't for surgeon doing it on a sunday night baseball game either this was a playoff game yes taking the call of your father right and we'll see you tomorrow night play that one more time can you cue that up one more time this is so good it is can you imagine 11 year old trent condon when this went over the fence my favorite player my dude into deep left center for mitchell and we'll see you tomorrow night. I still get goosebumps. It's phenomenal. I still get goosebumps. Yep, just terrific. All right, it's time for that $1,000 home run, as Trent alluded to. Uh, simply enter the keyword budget at kxno.com. Your chance to win $1,000. That's budget, kxno.com. Wade Looking Bill next. Uh, and then Claxons, Miller and Condon till noon, 1460 KXNO 106. A business name is important, sure. For one, it's how we connect with you, find you, and do business with you. But what's behind the name matters more. Roshan Corporation of Iowa is now Graphite Construction Group. We're building offices, retail centers, tenant improvements, schools, and more. But the most important thing we build our relationship with you. Let's get started on your construction project. Visit us at graphitegrp.com.
for podcasting. Global Direct Mail and Marketing is a local design and print shop that'll help you from start to finish. From design to printing and mailing it for you. From wedding invitations to birth announcements. And it's time to be thinking about those graduation announcements. No matter how big or small your project is, Global will work with you from creating a custom design to getting your project inserted into the mail. Global can design, print, and deliver. And Global can help your business grow with custom mailers designed to help you bring new customers through your doors. Located on 121st Street in Urbandale or call Craig at 515-282-3000. 282-3000. It's Global Direct Mail and Marketing. Hi, welcome back. Miller and Condon, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM. Steve McMichael just announced he has ALS and he's removing, he will no longer appear in public life. Oh, man. It's gone that far, apparently. 63 years old. Remember, what was your, what's your last memory of Steve McMichael? See if it's the same as yours. WCW, Mongo McMichael in the ring? Um, that's one of them. That's yeah. not mine. What do you got? When he got kicked out of a baseball game, when Angel Hernandez kicked him out at Wrigley oh, Field. I had completely... Forgot about that one. Wasn't he singing the seventh inning stretch? And he isn't that how it went? So, yes. And he, instead of singing, decided to take a shot at the ump, and the ump yep. kicked him and, and threw him out. <laughs> threw him out. I'm pretty sure. I think I got that right. Anyways, let's get Wade Looking Bill in here. Wade Looking Bill joins the program. Hello, Wade. Trent and Ken, how are you? Morning, Trent. Hey, Ken. How are you guys? I'm good. Doing well. You know, Wade, um, you know, as I reached out to you early in the week and wanted to just, you know, since you played when you did late 90s, or late 80s, rather, into the 90s, and way college basketball is now with the 1,500 or thereabouts uh, players that have entered the transfer portal, and I'm all for it, by the way. I'm not knocking them. They play where you want. I, I, I wish that would have been in place in you know, when, when you played. I think that's just for the year. <laughs> Instead of just sitting here, you, you get one freebie, right? If you go nope. and it's not working out for you, and okay. boy, this isn't what I thought. But would, go back to when you played. Do you think it would have been? I mean, would it have been as rampant back then? Do you think if you guys would have been able to have that one freebie? Do you think that it would have been uh, the numbers that we're seeing today, Wade? So you're saying you could you, you could can leave once and not have to sit? Correct. No. No COVID, no family nope. issues. You just go go where you want. Transfer. Yep. You know, um, so back when I played, again, it's it's years ago, but um, recruiting was so much more regionalized. You know, if if you grew up in in the Midwest, Indiana, Illinois, you probably went to a Big Ten school. If you grew up on the East Coast, you probably went to a Big East or ACC school. The guys on the West Coast stayed on the West Coast. I remember Stevie Thompson was from California. Stevie was a left-handed kid, went all the way over to Syracuse, um, mm-hmm. oh, probably in the mid-'80s. He, he was the first kid I remember that, you know, went out of his region kind of. So I I think it would be the same. I, I just think it would be much more regionalized. You know, instead of transferring clear across the country, you'd go from, you know, Iowa to to Kansas like kids have done, but it is it is the wild, wild west mm-hmm. and I, I it's it's gonna be a problem. It, it's only gonna get worse. 
Did you ever have a moment where you thought about transferring? Was there ever that time that it came to you and said, maybe it is, does make sense to go to a Drake or a UNI or something like that? Never crossed your mind? It never really did. It never really did. You know, it just, I think it just, it, you know, it, again, I'm going to sound old, but it just was a different mentality back then. Uh-huh. You know, um, I came to college as a freshman, thought I was going to the NBA. <laughs> And that lasted probably four days. <laughs> and then I realized that probably wasn't going to happen. So I just wanted to be on the best team I could possibly be on and, and contribute and, and try to go to the Final Four. Now, that's not the goal of, of any kids coming out of high school anymore. Their goal is, is not to go to the Final Four. The goal is, their goal is to become a pro. And I understand that. I understand that. But I think it's it's hurting the game of college basketball. You know, you don't go to somewhere, again, trying to make the Final Four or, or, or win a national championship. You go there thinking, can they develop me to get me to be a first-round draft pick? And, again, I, I understand. You know, that's why you go to college, whether you're a business major or an engineering major, is to get the best job possible. But I think that's where we're kind of – things have gotten off the rails a little bit is that – you know, you can get to the NBA from, you know, Weber State, like, like Damian Lillard did. You know, you can you can get to the, if you can play, they'll find you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just kids are leaving. They're going from Drake to Minnesota to Vanderbilt. And Vanderbilt's terrible. They're 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 awful. And it's just it. it I, I don't understand kind of the the rationale and thought process. Yeah, I'm with you. Wade, uh, you're an Iowa kid. You uh, you were going to go to Iowa. But did you think that recruiting was, I don't know, it, it seems like basketball and recruiting, there's that there's that element to it, right, where we all know what kind of have an idea what's going on. I, I kind of put my hands over my eyes a little bit with a little crack between my fingers. I want to watch it, but I don't want to admit that that's going on. Do you think recruiting – um, the tampering that we allegedly are we're hearing now, we know it goes on, and it's and it's been going on. But is is when when do you think college basketball recruiting kind of got the reputation that it has now? When it became as big money proposition, a big money sport, is that when maybe it kind of took a, a, a turn for the worse? Yeah, and I you know and I, I know guys that that, that coach in college basketball, and you know. They'll say to a to a T that that as as bad as we think it is, as as bad as you know people perceive it is, it's worse. It's worse just because of the AAU scene and you know high schools. Kids are all transferring, even in high school, the different high schools. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody can coach. You know, the head coach at Simpson College knows as much about basketball as the head coach at you know, Kansas State, everybody can coach. It's just, you know, do you have athletes and do you have players? So recruiting, I think, is 85, maybe even 90% of the game. So it used to be where you would recruit kids and they would sign and you'd have them at least three, probably four years back when I played. And then it got to be where kids would, you know, maybe play two and then it was one. But now you have this transfer thing. So when you have a kid sign as a high school senior out of high school, um, you got to re-recruit them again then next next spring, re-recruit them again next spring to 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 try to keep them on your team, and it is it is going to be tough. Um, I just think, you know, you, even back in the in the UCLA days with 
Walton and Lou Alcindor. There was, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was rumored to be in, in um, Ed Martin up, up, up at Michigan. I mean, mm-hmm. there's things that go on. I never saw that when I was at Iowa. You know, we, everything seemed to be pretty legit. Um, but I think it goes on all the time. I think you'd be naive to, to think that it doesn't happen. Sam Gilbert was the alleged bag man for Wooden back in the UCLA days. There you go. Lots of uh, lots of stories about that. So as you look at basketball, the future of it, I mean, you see it with the Hawkeyes. C.J. Frederick, a starter, a starter on a top-ten team all year long, a guy more likely the offense was going to go through a big part this upcoming season, and it looks like he's going to transfer a place that best-case scenario he plays 17, 18 minutes a game. Maybe they'll be good. Maybe they'll be bad, just like they were this year. But when you have to go through that, how much more difficult this makes us for coaches? Boy, I know they get paid a ton, but does not seem like a fun proposition anymore. Yeah, and I don't know with the CJ thing specifically. I don't know if he was maybe unhappy with the way he was treated with that injury. Um, it just there's there's so much more going on. Just the 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 way that the announcement was worded about him transferring. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're thinking about him playing 17, 18 minutes a game at, at Kentucky, I, I think he starts day one. I, I, I think he starts at Kentucky day one. I think that's exactly what they needed. If you look at that Kentucky team last year, they had athletes and lottery picks, but they couldn't shoot. They couldn't shoot at all. And, and when he was healthy, which, again, is kind of a, of, of a, of a gray area, he's a really good player. And if you look at the schools that he's looking at, I mean – if you'll read John Rothstein's tweet, you know, it's Gonzaga, Carolina, mm-hmm. got, uh, Kentucky, Kansas. I mean, you can't fault the kid. I'm really disappointed that he's leaving because Iowa gave him a chance and he was the best offer or Iowa was the best offer he had. But can't blame the kid for wanting to play on a really good team. But that being said, very disappointed that he's leaving. It's too bad. You know, you mentioned injuries and, and his uncle in his statement that he put up and then he took it down, right, Trent? Mm-hmm. Didn't you say that? Was it Instagram? Is that where he posted it? Uh, Facebook. Facebook. Uh, he mentioned the fact, to, to your point on the on the injuries, that apparently they communicated with Iowa about some concerns, as they called him, throughout the season. I would have to think it's that, right? It's the injury concern. wonder what yeah. they meant by that. Was he pressured to play, do you think? Well, I I don't you know first off why is his uncle I agree involved with that. Yeah. in this I totally agree I know he played for Fran and I don't know his personal situation but I assume he has a mom and dad I, I assume he has people that are more his parents and, and maybe not I I don't know the situation I know Joe played again for Fran at Notre Dame but it's just it, it it's just really odd it's just I, I I think there's something else going on. You know, and it is tough because you're trying to come back and help your team. You know, when, when he was trying to get back healthy, you know, they were talking about Final Fours and mm-hmm. everything. So you want to be out there, and maybe he just felt he was pressured to play, and that's a big part of the reason why he's leaving. I, I don't know. I don't have any inside information. I'm just guessing. Rebraca comes in, the newest commit for Fran and Company. Next year's Iowa basketball team obviously going to look a whole lot different the way they're constructed. When you look at it, a little more length, a little more defensive versatility. What do you think of maybe not next year, but the future of Iowa basketball as you see it, Wade? Yeah, they got they got some work to do. You know, they're going to lose five stars basically mm-hmm. you, if, if you assume that Fort uh, Wieskamp's gone and Jordan's gone. You know, hopefully they come back. You get one or two of them. That would definitely help, but if you if you assume they're gone, that's five starters. So, well, I guess with Connor, I guess Connor. Yeah, but he's a question you know, mark. Back, but and he's a question mark yeah. too, you know. But um, they got some work to do. I, I think they got to get at least one more transfer here this spring. 
and then junior college route because you because you can't bring in freshmen hardly anymore because you got to have you know there's going to be kids that are 25 years old playing college basketball next year <laughs> you know with that with that rule that kids you know mm-hmm. get another free year so you you got to have grown men now I like what I was doing with they have a mix of, of high school kids and, and a few transfers I don't think you can, you can put all your eggs in either one of those baskets you have to have a mix but they got to get some kids, you know, into into Carver and, and and get them excited about Iowa basketball. Hmm. Uh, Waukee lost their head basketball coach. Did you see that? I think yeah, Justin Ole. Justin Ole. I did. I did. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's yep. a job for you, Wade. New school to to Waukee Northwest. Yep. Yep. So, are you in that one? Are you are you are you entertaining <laughs> that opportunity? I am not. I am not involved in that. No, it's a heck of a job, though. I mean. Yeah. You know, if, if they get kids back, you got Omaha, you got the younger, you got Price Stanford, they got a couple other good sophomores that can play. So be a heck of a job. Indeed it would. You do a heck of a job for us, Wade Looking. Bill, thanks for coming on and sharing your memories of what it was like back then as we know what it is uh, like now, as you called it, the wild, wild west, and that's pretty appropriate. Thanks, Thank guys. you, Wade. Good to talk to yeah, you. Have a good weekend. It. Yep. Take care. Yep, you too. Wade Looking, Bill, uh, former Hawkeye, as we talk a little bit of uh, the Wayback Machine. Paul Lusk. Transferred to Southern Illinois. He was injured at Iowa, tore his ACL. And this is the early 90s when he tore an ACL. Yeah, it's, it's pretty debilitating. Right, right, right. But he went to the Missouri Valley. He actually got an extra year of eligibility because of the uh, two injuries that he had. And he averaged 15 a game, played on three NCAA tournament teams. But I remember at the time, what, this guy's got a good future. Why is he transferring? Well, there are things that happen. And now today, I was looking through uh, ESPN updated their list today. Top. What what's the number at now? Do you know? I don't know, but yeah. it was their top 100 list. Mm-hmm. Where's Frederick today? He was in that one. That's not of available. This is guys that have transferred all. Throughout. Oh, I see. Yeah, he yeah. was at 58. I want to say out of everybody that's transferred, still a really good player. Mm-hmm. But also in that list, Rasir Bolt. Where's he going to end up? I don't know. Where's Carr going to end up? Jalen Coleman lands. Uh-huh. And if Carr ends up in Kentucky, Eesh. CJ Frederick end up there. They already got the Grady kid from Davidson, who I think is better than C.J. Frederick. They're both good. I just think there's more versatility to the game of Grady. Does all of a sudden that mean, and we got to look at a few other things here. There's going to be, not the 12 minutes a game, there's going to be no minutes a game available. Yeah, I don't think, sadly, that there's going to be any Kentucky announcements for a couple of days with what happened with uh, the Clark uh, kid losing his life yesterday Mm -hmm. in a car wreck in uh, Los Angeles. Um, Anyways, we will do this, Trent. Let's unbusy the phones and uh, give you, four of you, an opportunity to end the week on our show with winning some barbecue from our friends at Claxons. First four callers, 284-5966. If you haven't played, if you haven't won in the last month, you are eligible. We will give you four games or props. You give us four answers. Uh, if you get the most right, you'll get a $35 gift certificate from Claxons. The runner-up, 25 If you're getting a ring, be patient. That means you are in. Busy signal means you're going to have to wait for another week. Miller and Condon with Claxons Barbecue Giveaway next on 1460 KXNO 106. Masvidal and Usman put on a show the last time they stepped into the octagon. Round two is sure to pack a punch. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC, is putting you in the center of this weekend's title fight with 
26 to 1 odds on either title contender to reign victorious. Pick either main event fighter to win this weekend's UFC 261 title fight and DraftKings Sportsbook will give you 26 to 1 odds. Just bet $5 on either fighter to win and if they walk out with the belt, you win $130 in free bets. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code KXNO when you sign up to turn $5 into $130 in free bets. If the contender of your choice wins, that's code KXNO to turn $5 into $130 in free bets. If the fighter of your choosing takes home the crown, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Iowa only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Get a pro. As our country climbs out of its slowdown, Wolf Construction chooses to look at the positive trends and face the new challenges head on. But to face these challenges, we need help. Wolf Construction is searching for framing and trim carpenters of all experience levels. If you have a positive attitude, a good work ethic, and if you want an opportunity with a company that offers great pay and benefits, we'd love to have you apply. Click the Now Hiring button at wolfconstruction.net to get started. Be a part of something. 6.3 FM. Make your pick in the 2021 KXNO Mock Draft, built by Graphite Construction Group. You can join us, the sports fanatics, Trent Condon, AD, and more at Mistress Brewing Company in Ankeny on Wednesday, April 28th. Of course, we hit the air at 3, and the draft begins at 4. Enter to win $100 in Mistress Brewing gift cards just for coming, plus you can win $500 cash and receive free beer for making a live selection on air. All powered by Graphite Construction Group, we build it better. We'll see you Wednesday, April 28th for the 2021 K. KXNO Mock Draft Media Communities. All right, time to give away some barbecue from our friends at Claxon's, 3131 8th Street, Southwest in Altoona, online, klaxonbbq.com. Grateful to Andy and his staff over at Claxon's for giving us this opportunity at this time each and every week. Four of our uh, four of our listeners will get an opportunity to win either a thirty-five or a twenty-five dollar gift certificate from Claxon's in Altoona. David, Matt, Nick, and Brad in that order. Uh, and if you're set, uh, Trent, away we go. David is up first. Hi, David. Good morning. Uh, Brewers or the Cubs today? Who are you going to take in Brewers. that game? Brewers for you. All right. Hi, Hendricks is going for the Cubbies. Not a good thing. Not a good thing. Okay. Um, Sunday night baseball. Dodgers, Padres. Ooh. Uh, who won last night? Uh, between You know what? That's a good question. The Dodgers. Dodgers got him? Yeah, came back late. Uh, I'll, Mus- go with, I'll go with the Padres. Taking the Padres. I, I can tell you this. Musgrove pitched the no-no the other day. Is no, pitching. I was wrong. The Padres got it. Well, it was one of those two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Padres won 3-2. Does that change your mind, David? Who are you going to take? Oh, I'll, I'll stick with Padres. I All guess. right. Will Nolan Arnato hit a home run this weekend? Uh, who do they play? Cincinnati. Yes. Uh, who goes third overall next Thursday in the draft? None of the above. You're not taking a quarterback. I'm going to let everybody else pick somebody. I'll take none of those guys. <laughs> no, you know what? Illegal? The- I'm looking at Commissioner we'll Condon. We'll allow it. Okay, none of the above. All right. Uh, here's the tiebreaker. Pitching matchup extraordinaire uh, in Cleveland this weekend. Uh, Garrett Cole versus Shane Bieber. Saturday's game, Yankees and the uh, Indians. How many strikeouts combined for the starters? Closest without going over. Uh, 17. 17. David, have a good weekend. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, Matt is next. Hello, Matt. 
Hello. How's it going? Good, thank you. Brewers or Cubs this afternoon at Wrigley? Cubs. Sunday night baseball, Dodgers, Padres. Uh, Dodgers. Nolan Arnato hit a home run this weekend, three games against Cincy. Scheduled for three. Yes. Uh, who goes third overall on on Thursday night? Uh, that's the 49ers pick, right? That is the 49ers pick, yes. Uh, Mac Jones. Mac Jones for you. Here's the tiebreaker. Uh, Saturday, Cole versus Bieber. Now, regardless if they don't both start, uh, that's the scheduled pitching matchup. Combined starters, strikeouts in that game. Scheduled to be Cole versus Bieber will be how many? Uh, 19. 19. Closest without going over. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. Yep. Yep. Uh, Nick is next. Hello, Nick. Hey guys, how's it going? Good, thanks. Uh, Brewers or Cubs this afternoon? Uh, Cubs. Dodgers or Padres Sunday night? Dodgers. Nolan Arnato hit a home run this weekend? I gotta go no. Third overall, Thursday night, Niners are going to pick whom? Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Cole versus Bieber. Combined strikeouts on Saturday or whoever the pitching matchup ends up being. 11. 11. Nick, thank you. Have a good weekend, and Brad brings Claxons to a close. Hello, Brad. Yeah. Uh, Brewers or Cubs this afternoon? Brewers. Dodgers or Padres Sunday night? Dodgers. Arnado hit a home run this weekend? He will not. Who's going third overall? Niners will pick whom? Uh, Justin Fields. Fields for you, too. Cole versus Bieber is scheduled. How many uh, strikeouts combined for the two starters in that game on Saturday? 14. Brad, have a good weekend. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate it. Appreciate Claxons for allowing us that opportunity to give away some BBQ each and every Friday. Next week, we're going to make it real simple. Yeah. Going to give blocks of five Kentucky Derby numbers. Oh, okay. 20 horse field. Yeah. You get one through five. You get five through uh, five, six through 10, mm-hmm. 11 through 15, dot, dot, dot. You excited for the Derby? Not like I used to be. Yeah. It used to be such a good betting race. Now it's seemingly, it's all favorites. Right. And there's right. no price. And I can't bet favorites. I just won't bet favorites. It hasn't be. it's not the fun race that no, it was for you in the past. It used to be, this was my favorite week to be, maybe if I could be anywhere in the world, mm-hmm. it would be at Churchill Downs this weekend through like Tuesday. Yeah. Before the throngs, the hordes of people um, gather at Churchill Downs. I just love the backstretch there. God, I love it. Well, and remember, well, 14 months ago at we this time. We were supposed to be there. Yeah. Yeah, we were going. Chris, you, Chris Williams, yourself, yeah. and uh, and I were going to uh, go and follow the two Iowa-owned horses. There was only one that ended up uh, getting in the starting gate on the first Saturday in September. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that it falls on the first either. It, it feels just a it touch does, too early. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. It does feel like it should happens. Be. What once every seven years? Once every seven years, indeed. What do you got this weekend? Uh date night tomorrow. Going to get out on the golf course for the first time. Get the wrenches. And swung. where are you playing? Willow Creek. Nice. And uh, then dinner afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you going to get downtown tonight? Can try. Okay, Beer Can Alley. Yes. Uh, Owen Justice Heather's fundraiser. It's an in kind contribution. Should be a lot of KXNO listeners. A lot of morning rush listeners. Doors open at six. Event starts at seven. So got that, and hopefully the Twins can finally play some good baseball. Yeah. Just, I'll well, be watching got... FCS football. Got uh, some opinions on some of those games Do this you? weekend. So I'll be jumping on that, and 
Yeah. How about your Blue Jays? Who they got this weekend? You know, I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, they've got Tampa. Tampa. I just look. They've got Tampa. They're in Tampa Bay. Cubs Brewers, though, will be fun. Absolutely. Dave Baseball at Wrigley Field. Looking forward to that. Uh, Sunday night baseball. I love the Padres Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Glad it's Sunday night. Reds uh, Cardinals always feels like there's something brewing in Could those be, series. right? Yeah. It's got a little, there's got a little animosity between those two so clubs. There's something I like there. that. The White Sox it. have the Rangers. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of hard to get into. Mm hmm. Um, and who else? That's kind of it. Right? Royals play the Tigers. Same thing. It's Meh. a little more difficult to get into. Yeah, but I'm with you. Brewers, Cubs, of course, the Twins, FCS football, golf, the team event they have going on this weekend. Nah, I'm out. <laughs> nope, I'm out until uh, the PGA, which is, I think, the third week, the 20th. Does that ring a bell? I think it does. Right after we get back from our trips. You in yeah, Vegas, right. me in Scottsdale. Oh, God. We're only a couple of weeks away. <laughs> Indeed we are. All right, you are only an hour and five minutes away from Murph and Andy. They're going to be on the air as they always are at 1, the Fanatics at 3. Don't forget, tomorrow morning, boy, Sean Roberts could have a short night as uh, Robertson Zamora and Justin Miller will be on the air tomorrow morning. Saturday morning, local programming, 8 a.m. Monday, another week of local programming starts with the Morning Rush. We're Miller and Condon weekdays from 10 to noon on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM.